Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Survivor Now podcast, and Merge Week has been something, let me just tell you, and I am not breaking all of this down alone. Today, I am joined by my two partners in crime. First off, we have Abraham, looking like he's ready to go to bed over here. Abraham, are you already in your pajamas over there? This is a t-shirt, guy. I'm just relaxing. It's hot. In Texas, it's 86 degrees. I'm just I'm just relaxing. Yeah, not here. We're battling 40-degree weather pretty much constantly. Uh, talk, talking about cold weather, we are also joined by our resident New Yorker, Tagwith. Yorker. <laughs> How are we doing, Tagwith? Doing great. Uh, crazy that it's 86 degrees in Texas because it literally snowed for the first time in a year and a half here. So, you know, I'm all bundled up in a sweater. So, you know, we're... Uh, we're keeping it chilly up here. We pretty I'm much all have all the bases covered. Like you are like <laughs> the super cold weather. I'm like right in the middle around 40, 50 degrees. And then Abraham's over here in a sauna. Look, <laughs> I, I've already got the forecast for Canada tomorrow for the premiere. Uh, windows out there in the snow. Bryce is out there in the snow. It's 30 degrees, 86% chance. So I'm, I'm hoping I can fly in, land and just make it to the hotel. So. <laughs> I'm happy you bring up the premiere. If you guys are uh, tuning in, we'll just go ahead and get that stuff out of, out of the way. Yes. If you didn't know, there's a pretty big show coming on tomorrow. It is season 44 of U.S. Survivor. I am all prepared back here. I am all set up with the, with the new buff. Um, we do not know if there's going to be an episode. <laughs> just putting it like lightly. Um, all of my cohorts or whatever the word, cohorts, cohorts, not cohorts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever the word is, they are all going to be at premiere parties, except for maybe Will, who I have not reached out to yet. So if Will <laughs> is available, it will just be me and him or him and I tomorrow night. If he is not, we will get to it at some point this week. It's just, you know how it works. It is the busiest time of the year. By the way, you are running out of time to join our official Survivor Now fantasy pool on facebook go ahead and join the link is going to be in the description below trust me you want to get in on this you can compete against some actual survivor players 
you can compete against us who run the podcast, the so-called experts. Um, and if you win, if you have the most points by the end of the season, you will walk away with a survivor prize pack that was granted to us by our good friends at Katie Tedesco art. I've seen it. It's, it's right down here. I have it sitting right down here. You want this prize pack. So definitely hop on. It is super easy. Once you get in, all you have to do, hit that play button. You pick three survivors, three castaways to be on your so-called team for the week. And then you answer five yes or no questions about the episode. They're basically like prediction questions. Will someone make a fire? Will someone make an or find an idol, et cetera, et cetera. And then you get points based off whether your castaways survive the episode, whether they find an immunity idol, whether their tribe wins the challenge or not. And those points will rack up. And then, like I said, at the end of the season, if you have the most points accumulated over the entire season, then you will win that survivor prize pack. We also have some surprises for you as well. Maybe maybe a trading card as well. Maybe <laughs> maybe a trading card gets in there. I'll, I'll see maybe if Abe That's can funny, sign yeah. it for you. I haven't, I haven't talked to him yet, but maybe Abe can actually sign it for you guys. As well. look, so we'll, hey, look, I'll sign it. I'll sign it, you know. Yeah, so you'll get a an autograph from a Survivor player. Uh, but enough talking about U.S. Survivor because we are here to discuss Survivor Australia. Australia. And it was a special week. It was merge week. Um, we do have to I, – I do want to start off. Usually we don't go really in order. But before we get to the merge and how that played out and how all these castaways came together, I do want to speak on the last person we lost before merge, which was – Stevie and this elimination was I almost shed a tear. I didn't cry, but it was, I mean, ugh, chef's kiss, awesome editing by everyone because of how they played it out. We just saw Stevie be like, uh, it it sucks. Someone has to go home tonight and their survivor dreams are coming to an end while we know he's about to get eliminated. And then it was the music they played in the background and then Stevie just, you can just see the defeat and just how sad and broken he was knowing that his Alliance just basically sacrificed him for no reason. Maddie should have been the easy vote there. E the easy vote should have been Maddie. We should have already had an interview with him. So I'll start with a uh, tag with here. Uh, I mean, great editing, but this was a really tough elimination and I still don't know if I've wrapped my head around it. Yeah, super tough elimination. Um, I uh, so I did go into this episode. I did. I was I, like I saw Survivor Australia's Instagram post, so I knew who was getting out. And the whole episode, I was so confused because I was like, "How? What? This doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense. They haven't even brought up his name, and it's like we're going to tribal, and they haven't even talked about him yet." And coming from when you know who's coming out, uh, I was super confused. Um, yeah, super emotional. I was really upset. I love Stevie as, a, as somebody on the t on the on the TV screen. I think he's super entertaining, um, and um, I just was super sad to see him go. I'm still very confused how Stevie was considered a compromise. Um, maybe they were worried that he was going to work with Simon too much, but I don't know. There was something like there are two unknowns and one known. And for some reason, we're keeping the two unknowns and we're getting rid of the known. I, I that that was a very confusing decision to me. Um, and where you said you felt like Matt was should have been the easy vote out. I actually kind of saw that Flick was the easy vote out only because yeah. we, we did. And this is editing. Right. But we did see Jerry and Matt talk and Jerry and Matt were like, we're actually final two. I know we have a deal with George, but we're the final two or whatever. And I think, you know. 
and I, I do want to talk about Jerry a little bit uh, later on, but you know, he's thrown out a lot of the names that the people that who end up getting voted out, like he's the one who breaks the ice and says like, Oh, I think it should be flick or, Oh, I think it should be this person. And so part of me thinks that he wields a little more, more power than he le- leads on. I don't think he wields a lot of power. Let me just say, <laughs> um, but I just, I feel like if he's in George's ear, he can kind of, you know, be like, don't, not Maddie, not Maddie, not Matt. Um, and so I really felt like it was going to be Flick was going to be the person going home. And I thought the girls were just going to, Shawnee and Liz were just going to be like, okay, yes, we'll, we'll, we'll agree with that. But yeah, really wild, wild tribal. I mean, it's, it's sometimes you, you learn a lesson in Survivor and you survive and you can play another day. I think that the biggest lesson from Shawnee and Liz is, that as soon as Flick went back to her original tribe, she flipped on him. And George said, hey, as soon as she gets back, she's going to flip on you. So I think that really played more so into George's hands than it did Flick's hands. So if Flick had a, if she didn't flip, guess what? She'd have been voted on the other end on this vote and we wouldn't have to do any exit interviews. I think Gary is just playing his game his way. I don't think he's playing a, a, a great moving we're not seeing big moves out of Jerry right now, Gary. I think he's just trying to kind of floating along because he's really not a target. He's really kind of shielded by George, shielded by Liz, shielded by Shawnee. Now, Matt, Matt had the best thing going. He was the good guy. Nobody would have suspected until he, he said he voted that he voted the other way. He could have pretty much just wrote it out and not said anything. But he's like, no, nah, I flip. And he's trying to secure his position in the game. He's not a big splash player right now. We see him play. He's really just kind of voting, kind of going along. Uh, he's gotten a couple of bit of edits in these last few episodes, but we haven't really seen a splash. But as far as the, the tribal councils, this, this season has been masterful in not telling you exactly who's going to get voted out. You go there thinking you're going to vote mm-hmm. one person and they end up voting somebody entirely different. So this I is would like, say up until this most recent episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, except for that one. But I'll I'll just say I was I was uh with Tegwith here on I already knew I I keep doing this and I keep spoiling it for myself. Uh, I I was spoiled on every single tribal council this week, and I was like, Randy, stop it. You know you need to get up immediately and watch it. But yeah, I'm sitting there and I'm like, this makes absolutely no sense. Why is Stevie going to get eliminated here? And uh, I I agree with you a thousand percent where it's like you have two players who you who you have not played with the entire game or you have Stevie here who has played with you for at least the last four or five votes. And it just made no sense to sacrifice him for either a flick who George knows is not going to work with them once everyone comes back together or B Maddie, who is still unproven. Uh, I, I do agree. Maybe Jerry was like, we see Jerry say, I really like Maddie. He's a good kid. And they have that bond and that relationship. So I'm sure he talked to George and said, we need to keep this kid. We He needs to be with us. But it's a huge risk. And it worked out with Maddie. And we're going to be talking about him a lot this episode, I feel like, because I am still shocked. And one of the things that we've heard in these exit interviews is people say, they were so shocked that Maddie flipped because he had this like golden child, this good old boy. And I'm still shocked that he flipped as well, but it's just, it didn't make any sense at the time, but that also goes to show flicks social ability. Everyone kept saying how flick is a super strong social player. And I think if 
we compare, I don't really want to get into orgs, online games, basically, but that's a lot of the times how I play. I'm not the best strategic player in terms of, you know, making these game moves, but I'm just a super social person that everyone likes to be around. And I think that's Flick. I think Flick just has an amazing personality and people just gravitate to that personality and love to be hanging out with her. So I think that's what gives her such a strong social game. And Abraham, it was very impressive that she was able to get into an alliance that we thought was unbreakable. And she was able to get Liz and Shawnee to basically tell George, we are not voting for, for flick. And if you do vote for her, we're going to play our idol for that is insane to me that she was able to break into that crack because you 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 want to kind of bond out there especially with you had a tribe that was fuller males now you got a tribe where you can talk the women can talk but we also got to remember now if you go back to the last three tribals that stevie was in going up to the tribal council we didn't know where stevie was going to vote we didn't know if he was going to flip we didn't know if he was going to stick with the vote you know we got him at one tribal saying I'm just going to stick with everybody else and go with the flow. Well, you didn't know that until he got the tribal. So I can see why they said he's the compromise because he's the least one they could say they don't know exactly who he's voting. Maddie, they knew what he was voting at. Now, Flick had Flick put herself in a great position, but her execution was bad once she went back over to the tribe swap. And that happens. Everybody says the most critical vote is that first vote after the merge because there's nowhere to hide. We already know where you're going to lie, who you're going to vote with. So now it's like, okay, I'm a, Matt said, I'm, I'm going to take responsibility. So he gets back. I flip. But we also remember, they, they, the, who's Maddie? Who's, uh, got to get the names right. Because she, Haley. Haley said, oh, I flipped too. They was like, nah, that's really nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they dismissed her, but they could, they couldn't fathom that Maddie had done it, which was, which was crazy. That Haley was in there saying she flipped trying to get credit for it. It was like, now nah, you don't get no credit. Keep it moving. Uh, Tegwith, did Flick do anything wrong here? It's it's hard to fault her because if you look at your position in the game and you and she knows what she knows, obviously, she doesn't get to see this edit and see it all play out. You have Hero Strong. You're looking at what a uh, an seven eight person alliance if everyone sticks together and that includes simon and that or you can stick with what you assume to just be king george jerry shawnee and liz so like you you have to say flick made the right decision here it just ultimately other players screwed her game over um, well, I think she made at the merge the best decision what she thought obviously would be for her game. Um, now, I I don't I, I honestly think like if I put myself in her shoes, I would probably go with the numbers too. Um, you like Flick didn't know that, you know, Haley and Matt have went over to the other side. Simon was kind of a we don't really know what Simon was going to do kind of a vibe so 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 like obviously she didn't know so she sees a very obvious very solid eight group of eight people I probably would go with the numbers too now where I think she actively did make a mistake was her actively saying I think it should be one of the girls Mm. aka Shawnee and Liz now that is and I think this is when people who aren't on the islands like people who just watch Survivor and haven't played kind of forget how important like how much those friendships like happen out there like it's not you, you yes it's a game but it's also you know real 
lives and real time spent with people. And this is where I think maybe Flick played it more too much like a game and less like life because, you know, I think if I had gone on a, on a limb like that for somebody, sacrifice somebody that I was close with, I probably would do the exact same thing as Shawnee and Liz and be like, I, like, this is, I personally, the fact that you even threw my name out, like that really hurt me. Um, I think that was an active mistake on her part. She could have just said nothing, sat back, not yeah. thrown out the names. Um, and I think that was kind of the nail in her coffin, where which she really didn't have to do. In, you know, in the game of Survivor, <laughs> from, from, look, from my experience, throwing a name out, <laughs> it's just, you just never know where it's going to land. <laughs> you know, because everything that I, when I threw Tiffany's name out, I was like, well, you know, we didn't see her in the challenge. She was the first one on the boat. She didn't get off the boat to get the paddle. And there's things that you don't see in edits. And it's like, okay. If, if you're looking at winning challenges, because my whole thing was, if you win challenges, you don't have to go to tribal. So we don't have to vote. Nowhere did they see the fact that if you eliminate one male, you only have two males left. So the very next tri the very next challenge, the next male off our tribe gets to go. And I think it's a, it's a game that you have to have a strategy at least two or three plays down the road. So if I was flick out, I'd be like, okay, if I side with them, what's worst case scenario? Because Haley, you got to remember now, Haley and George, this is the most I've ever seen caught cross-tribe talking at challenges, where this much conversation has been allowed to go on, where you're just talking to each other, passing information. Somebody should have kept an eye on where George and who, who he was talking to. They're, they're missing the little key points where George, Shawnee, and Liz are picking up on those points. Simon, I think he's just kind of out there right now. I think, I think he got PTSD from being voted uh, possibly not making an emerge, going home with two idols, and he's just trying to figure out how he can just survive the votes. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how far they go. But Sean, Sean had an idol. He could have saved Flip, and he could have voted out George. I think the I think that Sean made the right decision, not playing his idol. If I'm looking at the numbers right now, if I'm sitting there as Sean, which uh Lord bless me with the the height and the strength of of Sean. Um, but if I'm sitting here as Sean, the numbers nobody is cracking. There are no cracks. You're going around. No. Nobody is saying a word. That is my hint to just. I'm a big dude who should be able to win some of these immunity challenges. I need to just hold my idol to myself try my absolute hardest like every immunity if i don't win it i'm going home that night i need to try my hardest to win every immunity and then if i don't i need to use the idol to keep me i think that's where sean's head needs to be at because there's no cracks here it is now <laughs> him sam and nina that are on the outright bottom of the tribe and i think he needs to just hold that idol for himself because even if he used it there on Flick, right? Save Flick, you send Maddie home. It is still, the numbers are still five to four. And then you're banking on getting Simon over, which who knows if that's the case. Also, you're looking at the fact that Maddie goes home. George is a master manipulator and he could easily offer Maddie's spot to either Nina or Sam. And if they flip, you're right back to where you were to begin with. So I, I think 
my personal opinion, I think he made the right choice by keeping the idol. And I think he needs to just use that for himself. And he really needs to win out on these challenges, even though I don't feel like he's the next target. I think the next target is going to be Sam, then Sean, and then Nina, if I was to look at how it plays out, if this core seven stick together. Now, don't forget, there's another idol waiting to be found. Mm-hmm. Flick Did walked see, right flip, past it. Yeah. Oh, right. right. I forgot it's about that. Sitting, so somebody is going to find that idol and that's going to shift power over. Mm-hmm. I forgot to ask her about that. I was going to ask her how frustrating it was to watch it back and realize she was that close. But uh, Tegwith, I mean, right decision here for Sean not to play the idol or I mean, where's the crack for these bottom three? Because Abraham and I were talking before we started here and I just don't see a crack. I think the next three episodes could be really boring if maybe a Haley doesn't jump over to try to get George out. But I mean, Flick was right. You're running out of the numbers to to make a big move on George. Yeah, I, I well, I don't really see a crack right now. I also don't see a group of seven sticking together for a very long time. Oh, no. uh, like the one thing I was listening to uh, a TV show or something, and they were talking about conspiracy theories. And and one of the things about conspiracy theories is a lot of the times the reason why you can like kind of tell that they're not true is the larger something is, the more people that are involved in the need yeah. to con- keep that conspiracy theory to like need that to be true the harder it is to keep it down. You know what I mean? You think about how fast gossip spreads around an office. You think about how fast like things like this spread a group of seven, which is a group of three, a group of seven. There's got, there's, there is going to be a crack. The seven is going to look at that three and go, Hmm, three is a really small number in three tribals. It could be me. I don't want that. I don't, I don't like that. I got to figure something else out. So while I actively don't see any cracks like right now, I think that there are some min- like ways that they can be moved. Now, I, I think that Sean keeping his idol was, I think, the correct move. Let me also just say, while we're talking about idols, I also think it was the correct move for Liz to play her idol. And I know oh, a yeah. lot of people are like kind of getting down on her and saying like, oh, you shouldn't have played it. Oh, you shouldn't have played it. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Um Shawnee still had four votes and you weren't totally sure about, I, I, I feel like they wouldn't have been sure about Maddie and Simon. Those are the two people. Or maybe what a, maybe what a maybe. badass move though. I just have to yeah. put that out there. The fact that she stood up there, that was yeah. a badass woman move. It is was the amazing. Fact she, David tries saying, are you sure? Are you sure you want to play? And she just cold hearted. That, that would have made me yeah. want to play it even more when even David more. stopped me. Yep. It was like, this is the right play. Cause I'm like, David, you should have just let her go up there and make her own decision. But again, there's another tribal where somebody got voted out that wasn't initially targeted. So it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting how it's a master manipulator and there's a lot of puppets right now. Yeah. So we're going to see who, who who's going to rise to the occasion and say, I'm going to knock the puppeteer off and then I'm going to take over. Because if you do it too soon, guess what? You become the master manipulator yep. and somebody votes you off. So if George oh, goes, if George goes next tribal, let's say he goes next tribal, whoever votes George out is going right behind. Him. If they don't uh, go right behind, him, they're going to be the next one. Potentially, potentially. Uh, I'll throw a fun question out here before we get more into this merge talk here and move forward in this episode. Uh, we had two merge names up for debate here. Both <laughs> names are going to be used for 
totally different reasons. And I think this is going to be our segue to talking about Maddie and his game and his turn to the dark side. Um, I know I'm using that a lot this season, but it just keeps happening. So we had the options that Nina presented. She said they should be called the vigilantes. And then we had Mole Mole, which uh, George offered up and said it means I'm hungry in Samoan, which I don't think it does because I saw something that said it actually means quiet. So someone was like, is George nobody trying had, to nobody say had something? Nobody <laughs> had I, I mean... don't, don't take my word for it, but I saw someone post that. And obviously you can trust the internet a thousand percent of the time. <laughs> um, so, so which side are we on here? Just a fun little game here. If we're in that position and all three of us made the merge and those were presented, are we hands up for Mole Mole or are we hands up for Vigilantes? I'm going hands up for Mole Mole because I'm in Samoa. I mean, I'm in I'm in uh, Samoa. There is, as you go through the pregame, you get a chance to meet the people in the country and see a lot of their culture. Uh, they're the people that are putting our food and stuff together. And you really get to know them. Like uh, for me, it was Mike, it was Ace, it was Jim. And we're talking about, we couldn't talk to each other, but we could talk to them. And they're telling us about Fiji. We tell them what's going on. So you build a relationship. So I thought it was a great move to create the name. Now, not knowing what the name actually means in Samoa. Uh, now, yeah. I do like the fact that they took the vigilantes and how they labeled themselves. Because they just, because you got Matt using it. You got the nicest guy using it. Tagworth, like, where does where does this rank in in biggest petty moves ever? Is it oh up there? my god, it is up there. <laughs> it's like it, petty moves. <laughs> so that I literally it happened, and I just could see Maddie going <laughs> like 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 um, <laughs> like it was just like I just could not. And then the fact that they even like George even said it at tribal, <laughs> and poor Nina was like. Oh man! Like honestly, if I were Nina, that's what what that's what would be like. Oh, okay. Like I'm gonna win this, and it's because gonna be because of this. I I didn't think I was gonna win it, but now I am because you guys did that, and I would be coming after you because it's so petty. But it's great TV. It's great. I mean, TV. I'll just throw it out there. I'm sorry, Nina. I get where your head was at with the with the name. But as soon as she said that, I was like, please don't name the tribe Vigilantes. Please <laughs> don't. That. It's going to be remembered for years to come, but not in a good way. It's going to be yeah. Mole Mole sounds like a survivor tribe, but that's besides the point. Well, uh, hold yes, up, I hold think, up, Brandy, oh, let's, yeah. let's, let's give credit to Nina because you've talked about her all season, about her sitting out challenges. And for the water challenge, she came in second. I have been giving her crap. I have I mean, been. Before before we talk about that water challenge, because I do want to get to that because it's a challenge we all love in in, in the game of Survivor. Um, let's let's talk about Maddie's game here. I mean, this is a kid. I, I, am I old enough to call people kids? He's probably older no. than me. So I can't. Hey, look, no. How old is Maddie? <laughs> this Maddie guy. Is... Yeah, how old is he? Is he younger than me? Maddie. This is... is the one age we didn't have. I think. Maddie can't beat him more about. We'll say thirty. Oh, there's no way he is 30. Anyway, uh, I, I'll look it up here in a second on the on the good old laptop here. But let me just open it up for discussion. What are we thinking about Maddie right now? Because this is a player who early on we didn't see a lot of. Um, he was just kind of going with the flow. And I felt he could be up for player of the week this week in contention with a few other players because he really took his game 
by the throat and said, you know what? I'm going to what game he's out here making moves. And he said, I'm going to control my narrative now and I'm going to make my own choices. Um, I'm not going to you first, Abraham, because you disagree with me. So I'm going to go to Tegwith <laughs> first. What are we thinking about Maddie's game here? Uh, I'm really happy that we're seeing a lot more of it. Um, let me just say, I think it's really interesting to see Maddie and uh, and Jerry working together. I think that's a very interesting um, combo. Um, and then the fact that, you know, he's not only like he's on the ins of this alliance. You know, he's the one that named it. He's not I, I feel like he's even not on the outs anymore. I think he's pretty far in. Now, let me say one thing about Matt's game. Um, as much as I, you know, want Nina to win because she's my winner pick. I, I do think that they made a mistake in that last episode voting for Matt. And I'm going to give credit to Ryan, my boyfriend, because he he pointed this out when you're we watching it. Um, at the end, he said, well, now it's going to be a lot harder for those three to flip Maddie. You have to think about long term longevity. Oh, yeah. If he if they threw the votes on George or on somebody who, like, a Sean, I don't know, somebody that is a little bit like this seems like a petty vote. Like yeah, uh, you yeah. were with us and now and now you're not. So we're going to throw these votes on you. I honestly could see a world in which somebody could flip him back if they hadn't have vote, thrown those votes on him. And I feel like if I'm Matt, I, I, I'm like, you know what? Well, there's no way that you guys want to work with me anymore. And I'm, I'm now out. I, I don't I can't even fathom that. Um, so so I, I think an interesting observation and an interesting uh, thought on that kind of dynamic of Matt and uh, and the OG heroes. What does okay. OG stand for? <clears throat> uh, what? Uh, Rich- Original, original, yeah, original. Uh, By the way, I did find out Maddie is twenty-five. Yeah, he's my age, but I'm gonna. (laughs) I just he's exactly your age. Well, he's probably older because I turned twenty-five last month. I'm just well, he's twenty-five, but I'm just gonna assume he's turning twenty-six this year, and I won't be turning twenty-six till next year. So I'm gonna assume that he is a little older than me. Uh, But anyways, Abraham, please, please tell us why. Maddie's game is not there. Well, for the for the first twelve episodes, we didn't even know Maddie played the game of Survivor. Well, that's we, not his we, fault. We, well, yeah, we know that edits is going to give your edits when your time comes. But and really, what has Maddie really done besides say, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna join George." He was confused about that for a minute. He was like, "I don't know. Let me think about it." And then he realized what was coming, and he was like, "I'm gonna jump on board with this group here because jump I'm gonna on take the ventilator." Uh, vigilante it, it, ship. He, what he, I, what he I didn't like was, line. yeah. But what I didn't like was he was basically beating his chest. Like he had created this whole vigilante thing, and he was mocking the other tribe. So just as much as they threw the votes out on him, I think the way he treated that tribal council may come back to bite him because it's like it, it wasn't your idea. You're basically a pawn in a bigger game. Now saying that, if I see Maddie do something. Get a vote on somebody because we see in the premiere for next week, they're saying, hey, Maddie, who you want to vote for? He, he's going to have to throw somebody's name out there and say, hey, I want to target that person. And they got get they got to get voted out. If not, Maddie is basically just going through the game, trying to make sure he's not the vote. I don't see I, anything else. out of it. I love all the shade that is being thrown. His Super line shade, about, you know, I just jumped onto the vigilante ship and the heroes were left drowning without a lifeguard to save them. Bars, bars. Don't hate the don't hate the player, hate the game because that was incredible. So we've seen some amazing challenges this week in Survivor Australia. 
I just want to touch base on them really quickly here. We saw that fun challenge. It's always fun. It was kind of the challenge last year that or last season where Gabler had to like wrench it back and mm-hmm. kept donating every minute, but instead it was just holding a single rope. That one's always fun. And then we got the last breath challenge, which, oh, I wish they just would do it every season. I think it should be a staple of the show. I don't know. Maybe you disagree. Maybe it's like, you know what? Hold it for limited appearances. But uh, any thoughts on these challenges, guys? I know, Abraham, you're a huge fan of uh, Survivor Australia's challenges. Well, I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to the beach because uh, we found out from we found out from Flick that they had to draw rocks for positions. And that was crucial because if you're further out versus being further in, it's going to determine how the tide hits you. Now, we saw Carly in her season, and they it was Carly and uh, somebody else. They won it. They actually outlasted oh. Owen. They outlasted the tide, basically. Um, it's a difficult challenge, man, because you really kind of thinking that you are you might die because of the water. You're thinking, I'm underwater. I'm trapped on a bar. What if something happens? Now, you got a lifeguard and Matt. You got Flick, who's a world-renowned surfer. So it's used to being in the water, and you got Nina. I like to point out that Nina stuck in there to number two. Nina, Nina had such a weird strategy. It's something we'd never seen before. While everyone else was using like their hands to like get air, Nina had this strategy of like plug her nose, and then when the water would come in, the tide would come in, she would start blowing the air out, and basically you just saw this constant stream of bubbles and then obviously when the tide kind of went back down a little bit so i thought it was really interesting i don't know Mm -hmm. how she lasted that long doing that strategy uh but i mean props to her because i know one i'm a little claustrophobic two (laughs) you put me under a cage even though i have control i'm instantly going to start freaking out about what if i can't get out in time yada yada and three the moment water goes up my nose i'm out so i'm out of that challenge (laughs) in like three minutes so like props to her, but it was kind of surprising to see her go that far. Um, tell me, I mean, it, it, how would you enjoy the challenge? I, well, I liked him a lot. Let me just say um, whenever I watch, so I have my handy dandy notebook when I watch uh, because I'm a weirdo. And um, I always ask Ryan um, at, uh, and I'll write it down who we think is going to win the immunity challenge and who yeah. we think is going to be voted out. I just want to say, Tegwith thought Maddie was going to win the immunity challenge. <laughs> and I just want to say Tegwith thought Liz was going to win the immunity wow. challenge. So, nice. like, I mean, I am boom, 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 killing it. <laughs> um, uh, uh, no, but I really liked these challenges. I always love Last Week Gasp. Um, TikTok is going wild with that one because they're like, oh my God, Survivor Production is waterboarding people. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God, this isn't new. So let's just move on. Um, I've seen like four TikToks about it. It's hysterical. Um, But I always love it. I always think it, you know, adds a very, you know, interesting, you know, dynamic or whatever, because the the players can't hear at all or can't see what's going on. So in theory, people could be like strategizing on the bench. I don't know. I think it's a very interesting one. And then I read, I did like the one with um, Liz. Um, Can I just say I'm also here for this Simon redemption arc where now Simon is rooting George on um 10 out of 10 uh, i'm not here for it i am uh, i am a i think i might be the only one i am a huge he's a broken, fan he's a broken player i think <laughs> i don't George know that he can, he's not gonna win but i don't know i find myself rooting for him a lot um i don't know why 
So um, I was, when he was like rooting George on, I was like, yes, Simon, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought those, the challenges were great. I mean, before we get on to Simon, that's literally where my mind was heading next is we got to talk about Simon's game and where this lone wolf, oh, where this lone wolf is at now. I will say the last challenge, I forgot about it. I I thought this was really unique. I had never seen this. I probably have. I just forgot about it. The one where you had to hold the bags above your head. And you I thought that was really fun to watch where uh, the heroes 2.0 tribe was basically just passing it like hot potato. It's like, Oh, I can't take it anymore. I can't Um, props to Nina as well. I mean, I have been giving Nina shit all year about sitting out in challenges. She killed that puzzle. She was actually like taunting Stevie. She was like going super slow at the end. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, And then obviously the last breath challenge, she did really well as um, as well. So, I mean, props to Nina. I'll, I'll say she's, <laughs> she's shutting me up. She's shutting me up right now. Um, but yeah, she should. Yes. Yeah. Obviously if you guys are just now joining us, they're biased towards Nina. Cause that's their winner pick. My winner pick is already out of the game long gone, but let's talk about, as, um, as always, <laughs> let's talk about Simon. <laughs> uh, this was the biggest, Mm, questionable thing for me this week. I saw no chance that Simon would leave his idol in Sean and leave the big boys to go with this new alliance. And if you guys think about it on that David vote, I mean, yes, you could say Maddie, same thing for Maddie and, and Haley and everything, but I really think those two were gone at that point. I think Simon was really he he kept saying how he was in the middle and I'm I mean I think it's the most shocking thing this week is that Simon went to work with George a man who's made him look stupid the entire game a man who continues to just undermine him and get out everybody that Simon wanted to work with and yada yada and yet Simon and this is why I'm going to try not to get into a rant here this is why I was ranting really? <laughs> to Abraham before Tegwith joined on tonight. That's why I then ranted again. Uh, it makes no sense to me that Simon went again to work with George. I understand the whole underlying aspect of no one's going to expect us to work together. But I thought Simon, I don't know. Simon was in a tough position. George had a great pitch. Look, no one likes you in this game, Simon. So come work with me. I will bring you in. I'm just concerned, where does this leave Simon now? Because we saw Flick say her last plea was, you're running out of people to make a move on George. I know that's what you want. And if you keep going with them and keep voting people out, you're not going to have that option. And I was like, yes, Flick. Yes, that exactly. But then Haley was able to kind of calm um, Simon down and say, look, just stay with the Alliance for now it's not the right time to do anything stupid so uh, i want to hear your guys's opinions on this whoever wants to jump up first but what are we thinking about simon's game i would vote randy off my tribe um <laughs> I, look here's the thing you you have to survive i mean the game of survival is about surviving and right now george has broken simon he's broken him i mean he showed that he's a more superior player and here's the thing about it is, Simon walked into it. 
the way his playing style up until that point, he walked into everything George had set for him. So now he has to figure out how can I get one more day here so I can figure out how I have a chance to win Survivor. And that's what he's doing. He's like, look, and George is right. Nobody would ever suspect that them two would play together. But nobody still trusts Simon. He, he He's there. But if he doesn't vote the way they want him to vote, guess what? It doesn't make a difference. They still have the numbers. So you can let Simon do whatever Simon wants to do because anybody that goes with Simon won't have enough votes against George and the Spice Girls. And here's the thing. Simon broke himself by going against George and being singly focused on that. Because you notice now, he don't say anything to George at all. He don't taunt George. He don't say nothing to him. He's like, hey, whatever you say, George, I'm good with. Well, I don't know if it's whatever you say, George, I'm good with, because I actually think that, um, and like I said, I'm, I'm a little biased. I, I, I'm, I'm rooting for Simon a lot. I don't know why, but I, I just find myself, I find myself I have, have a soft, I have a soft spot for him. I don't know why. Um, but I will say, I do think that it was more of a less wanting to work with George and more of a Haley is here. So I feel okay with that. Um, uh, kind of thing because you did bring this up. I, you know, he talked uh, when he talked to Haley, it kind of settled him down. Um, and was that in this most recent episode or the one before? Yes, I can't remember. It was. It was this one. It was this the one. one. It was the most recent one. So you know, he's voted with them once before. But um, I, I don't know. I just feel like you got to survive. And well, well, let's play this out. What would have happened if Simon would have, you know, been on the other on the other side? He would still they still would have been outvoted, right? It still would have been yeah. or would have been tied. No, no, he still they no, still they, outvoted. They, well, they, split, yeah, they split it, on Liz and Shawnee. Yeah. That would make some vote up for him. And Shawnee had the idol played on him. And Shawnee so had the uh, idol. Yeah. So, you know, you know, he you kind of have to figure out what what's going to happen but he knew that like if he jumped over it what what's the best that could have happened the best case scenario is he could have con convinced them to not split the vote and had a tie right 12 6 6 yes if that's the best case scenario for just you flipping then that i don't think that's a very good scenario because then you're looking at possibly yeah. going to rock exactly exactly yeah. so so is it the best thing to hit your hit your hit your wagon to george for the whole time no but yeah. You know, I think what what else could he have done in, in that scenario with everyone so in lockstep? So yeah, he he's just he's just riding on the train right now. So how does this play out then? If we're looking at it, you know, for now, stay with George and then make your move a little bit later on. How does this play out now? I mean, we we keep referring to it. It's like a, a broken record at this point. You're going to run out of people to make the move on George. George is obviously the big player in the game, even though if I'm picking a, a winner, I'm going to go ahead and curse her right now. But I think Shawnee or Liz, one of those two are in a fantastic position. Obvi actually, it, it, if this is how it's going to play out and George is going to go really far, I really want it to come down to a final four of Jerry, George, uh, Liz and Shawnee, because I want to see those two go at it. Uh, but anyways, where does this leave Nina, Sean and Sam going into next week? What it, where's the crack? Is it Haley and Simon who we kind of saw in the um the preview for next week where Haley's like, I I came to make big moves. I want to get George out. Is it maybe turning Maddie back over? Although Tegwith, you think that that ship might have sailed because right now those are your three options. Your your options if you're the bottom three are Simon, Haley, or Maddie. Because I think that 
the four of the Spice Girls. I just don't see any of them breaking off anytime soon. So where do we go from here? If you're Simon, like you say, Tegwith, what's his next option? He's He's got to kind of just stick with them until the final seven, where then if we get to the final seven, I think he's on the bottom. I think yeah, it's time I, for a blind side. Mm, on, yeah, I, I mean, I think that, I think, you know, I'm always wary about the next time on Survivors because sometimes I think, think if they give out too much information, then that's not, that's it's not going to happen. happen. I, yeah. Um, uh, so I am a little wary of that, but do I actually think that this is the right time to get George out? Yes, absolutely. I do. Do I think it's actually going to happen? I honestly don't know. The thing is, is I don't think that Simon's going to have enough power or, or enough being able to convince. Uh, I think you really need either Shawnee or Liz on your side in order to blindside George. I think you need to have them in on it so that George does not find out about it kind of a thing. And I don't know if that that's going to happen. Um, but I do think that this is the time to get him out. And, you know, I don't, I, I think it would be silly to take him any further to, to, <clears throat> to keep him in the game and not vote him out. Um, but do I think that they're actually going to do it? I honestly don't think they're, they're actually going to do it. I think the key to getting George out here, uh, Abraham, before you add on and, and say what you think needs to happen. I think the key is, Great point you just made. You have to get the actual Spice Girls away from George. You have to get Liz and Shawnee away from him. They're going to be the key to flipping the votes onto George. And I think Haley is the key. If anybody can pull those girls away, we already saw it with Flick. I mean, Shawnee and Liz were hanging girls strong. We love you, sister, stuff like that. And they were already willing to go to bat with her. So if Haley can get in there, and we know Haley, I don't think she's showing it, but Haley arguably is just as good at this game as George is. I just don't think she's showing as much as George has. If she can kind of get to those two and say, why don't you go forward with me instead of George? Because we've already seen the cracks form a little bit. If you're looking at where the cracks are, we've already seen people start getting frustrated with george we saw when liz and when shawnee when he's like we got to get flick out and they were like no like no and liz just walked away and said i'm done i'm done i do think liz is going to be become frustrated with george before shawnee is because i think shawnee's got that experience where she's like okay just let him do his thing let him boss everyone around and be the controlling player he is whereas liz a new player is probably going to get sick of that and be like, I'm sick of being told what to do. So I'm interested to see if anybody can pry them away from George, but if anyone's going to do it, I think it's going to be Haley. I think the currency, we'll go back to, to Simon. Simon doesn't have any loyalty currency with anybody right now. So he's really just a vote. So I think if Sean, Nina, <clears throat> Sam, Simon, and Haley if she comes over and wants to use the numbers, it'll be on her side. That's still not I enough think. numbers. Yeah, but here's the thing about it is, I'm going for the blind side. So you don't need the numbers if you're going for the blind side. You just got to play your idol correctly, which Sean has an idol. So we know somebody's going to find that idol. Now, I think you're right, because Haley won her season. So she won her season, but voting off George too early makes her the, bigger next, the next biggest target. Now, I think that going forward, we're going to lose... Liz somewhere in the next three votes, Liz will be my target because Liz is going to overplay herself and she's going to become a target. And that's the thing about it is George already shown that you can do it your own way, 
Liz and Shawnee. Let's keep Flick and we got to vote out Stevie or let's wait and see. Let's do it this way and see what happens. So George is not concerned now to say, I need to prove my point. He's already proved his point. Also, if they're about keeping their word, they was like, if you do this for us, next time we'll vote with you, whoever you want to vote for. So that's going to be pretty interesting because he's going to be like, wait a minute, you just said if I did this, you're going to do that. So it's going to be interesting as we get down to those last six players, those last six or seven players, because now it's dicey. Because if you mess around and let George get to, he's sitting in front of the jury, guess what? There's nobody in the jury unless they're petty, which Survivor can be petty. There's nobody in the jury that says George shouldn't deserve to win if he's sitting, he's sitting next to any of them. There's nobody playing right now in the game that if he's sitting next to him, that he shouldn't win. I think George is playing a dangerous game with how he sends people out of the game and the comments he makes, like when Flick was about to be voted out and he just kept making, you know, we got her, we got her, we're going to destroy all of them. And like comments like that, he's playing a dangerous game because if he does make that final two, I remind everyone, if you're watching and you're, you usually watch the U S it is a final two. There's usually a final immunity challenge, much like it was in classic survivor. So if okay. George is if George is sitting there with uh I don't know if George is sitting there with Shawnee, they go to the end together. Who has more friends on the jury? Is it Shawnee or is it that, then that's George? that's a that's a that's a petty jury? No, I disagree. I think if Shawnee and George go to the end together, I think Shawnee wins, even if it's not a petty jury. Because I think that Shawnee, the first thing she says is at vote one, George was the vote. George was the vote, vote or vote two, whatever. And I kept him yeah. in because I know that he would be a good shield for me. I think Shawnee wins if she makes it to the end pretty much against anybody. Uh, yeah. But but I'm a, I am I, I love Shawnee a lot. And so, I again, I think I'm biased. But um, to the wait, entire, wait a minute, yeah. Simon. She was, she was, wait a minute, tell me. You can't be sympathy to Sean, to everybody. No, I'm somebody. sympathy for Sean. Not Sean, I like, uh, Simon. I like Simon. Simon. I like Jared. Nina. I like, I like everybody. <laughs> I, I just I have a lot of I, I agree with you though. I think Shawnee is the favorite to win right now. If I look at the remaining cast, yeah. I'm like, who beat Shawnee? If Liz is sitting there, what did you do that Shawnee didn't? George oh, so you moving so you moving George out. I'm just saying, if I'm just for an example, if George is sitting there, what did you do that Shawnee didn't do? If Liz is sitting there, what did you do that Shawnee didn't do? And that goes for everybody else. No, see his thing. I, I, who can beat got, Shawnee? Here's the thing about it is if Shawnee and George are sitting next to each other, George is just going to go down his list. Prime example. He said, if you if you vote out one of ours, we're going to vote out one of yours. Next move, what do they do? Vote him out. So Shawnee but has Shawnee's never been done that the vocal. same thing. She has been that the... vocal. I think they... she's been pretty vocal. No, nah, I'm going to say the edit helped her. Uh, let me, say, I think George. the edit's helping, helping George. Let me, let, yeah, I think the oh, edit's yeah, yeah, helping yeah, yeah. George yeah, out George. a lot. But let me add to Tegwa's point here. Not only did Shawnee save George very early on in the game, she oh, also yeah. has a she also has an idol play, which saved George mm -hmm. as well. I, I forgot she, about that. Oh, yeah. yeah, he would have been eliminated if she did not get up and say, I'm playing my idol for George. That is now, if she pitches it correctly, that is now two instances that she's kept George in the game. In my mind, and usually if you look at the, how Australian juries vote, it's a little less petty than the U, the U.S. version of the game. This is real they, petty. <laughs> they really respect the moves you make and who played the better game. And if she goes, theoretically speaking, those are your final two. If she well, so says, I've, 
if she says I've saved George twice, it's it's game over. Because so what if you got no what if you got Liz and Shawnee sitting next to each other? That's the same thing. She said, "Well, Shawnee, I saved you." I think, but she didn't. She did. She played. She played her well, idol. I, for I mean, she played the idol for. But Shani but then played Sha- idol for George. But Shawnee actually saved George. Uh, Shawnee or, or Liz didn't technically as much as I, I I think that Liz was in the right of playing that idol. I mean, she technically didn't save Shawnee, even though Shawnee had you know four votes. The the thing that saved Shawnee was the fact that seven votes were on David. Um, but I but I just I love Shawnee guys. I love I mean, Liz. <laughs> I mean. Terry, who, we can talk about who she don't like. Terry, who you don't like? That's not nobody. That's who I'm taking. Nobody. I'm taking if, whoever you least like. I'm taking that person. If if <laughs> if we also look at, I mean, I think Maddie has a great path to the finale because if he stays true with George and Jerry, I will say this, even though it made no sense at the time to me that Maddie jumped ship over. If he stays true to George and Jerry. And it's those three at the final immunity challenge. I'm betting my life savings on Maddie to beat Jerry and George. And then he takes Jerry to the final two. What and if, you have a final two of Jerry and Maddie. Maddie's going to win you. Nan. I think I hate to say this. I think yeah, Jerry is, I think Jerry is the goat this season. And I really think that I'm, anyone I'm could saying. take him. I really think anyone could take him to the end and, and, and beat. On Jerry, and I hate to say it, but it's kind of the same way they were looking at Stevie, as I just think, you know, I feel like his fellow castaways look at him. He's he's the old man of the group. I just don't think people are showing him the level of respect in terms of his gameplay that maybe he deserves. Um, but and that's... that never works on Survivor. No one ever votes for the oldest person out of three to win. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I remind whoa, whoa, whoa. you about we, season forty-three. Forty-three. I remi- I'm just trying to remind you guys about season forty-three. That's all I'm saying. Which, people, which reminds me of Will. Think somebody's a goat. Will not said, "Oh, he's like Will. He's not gonna make it past three. Day three. I remember Will. He said, he said, no, he's not gonna make it past day three. Thank you, Will. He's the winner.' <laughs> um, but I mean, like, it, it, realistically, is there yeah. any other?" We're looking now at the final what eleven, so we still got a, a long way to go here. A yeah, lot can happen but after but these just... three votes next week. Now that's to say there's no twist. Nobody goes to a secret island, or you know, like they did Blood versus Water, where they went off. Four of them went off to a secret place, and then they came back and they have to play. Statistically speaking, there will be at least one more non-elimination episode. So we got if three go next week, that's eight. So you got eight left. That's when the game's going to really get tight because now the voting blocks are smaller. Mm-hmm. You don't need as many. So it's going to win immunity and then whoever, whatever they got to swing vote at. Okay. Let's make uh, a few predictions here before we kind of wrap up. Cause these, uh, these podcasts are probably going to get a little shorter. I noticed that in my notes, I didn't even take notes for the first episode of the week. And then, you know, it's just kind of the merge now. So we, there's not as many tribe dynamics. It's pretty, especially this last episode, it was straightforward. That flick was going home the entire time. Um, But let's make a few fun predictions. Who finds the idol, that mystery idol, that flick walked right past. And to add on to that, who is the next one to get eliminated? Um, I'll go first. I'll give you guys a few minutes to to think it over because, again, I just kind of threw it on you. 
I actually think this is setting up for a Simon idol successful play. I think Simon is going to find the idol. And I think that might be his only way to get George out. I And, and that would be a great story arc to the season. Simon finally plays the idol right to cut the head off of King George. Game of Thrones style. Yeah, dead. Um, and then uh, in terms of who I think is in the most danger, I don't see George going. I do see George going out next week. I do think it's coming. I don't see it being in the episode that they're hyping up. George is going to be eliminated. Um, So I am going to say, I think Sam is going to be the next vote. And that is my prediction. I do think the seven stay strong for just one more episode. And I think Sam is going to be the one going, going out. Uh, We'll we'll go to Abraham first. What do you think, Abe? I think that uh, Sean is going to confide in Simon and let him know he has an idol. They're going to misplay it. I think Nina or uh, Haley finds the hidden immunity idol. And I think the next person that's going home will eventually now be Sam. uh, Two votes for (laughs) Sam is the next one. Not looking for Sam. Sam, maybe Tegwith has a different opinion. Maybe, Maybe she says you'll be good. Um, so I, I think that Haley will also find the idol. I feel like it's going to be kind of a, maybe Haley or maybe a Shawnee. I, I don't, I, I have that's yeah. who I'm feeling. Um, and I am a little nervous for two people. The first person I'm nervous for is Sam. Uh, <laughs> the second person, club. yeah. The second person I'm nervous for is Nina. And mm-hmm. the reason why I am nervous for Santa, Sam and Nina is because Haley found out that they were going to gun they were going for her for the when they were um on the on the what's it called the uh, mutiny. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. the mutiny one where liz was mutinied uh and Haley found out about that and i feel like there was a moment in time where george was talking to jerry and george said once we get out this guy this guy and this guy your revenge your revenge plan will be complete. And in my mind, he's had that same conversation with Haley. And I'm worried that Sam and Haley or Sam and Nina are on um, the chopping block next because of that. Uh, well, I know George was pretty upfront with Nina when, when she was concerned about was she on the chopping block? He was like, I have no reason to vote for you. Yeah. I think Haley has a reason to vote for her though. And oh, I yeah, think, yeah. Oh, yeah. and so I think, and I think, you know, George has, um, a lot of power he really does have a lot of power so if they're not going to go for george which i don't think they are in the next episode um i i i'm i'm worried that you know Haley has the the ear of the king uh and i think if Haley can get that little message in there that it might it could be nina which i don't let me just to be clear i do not want i want her to i was win. gonna say you guys can't you guys don't know how much it's probably hurting tegwit to say that nina <laughs> is in danger uh, I mean, props to you. Maybe need, I just don't see a path. I, I don't see any cracks. I know that they've got to be there. I agree. It, it's very unlikely that this vigilante group sticks together, mm-hmm. but it's hard to see the cracks. I do want to mention a super fun thing uh, that I want to bring up, something that would never be allowed on CBS television <laughs> or never be allowed in U.S. Survivor due to un, uh, some very big allegations is uh <laughs> king george swimming nude just oh. going out there and, we, went to, we went back to richard hatch time that's all every everyone's yeah. laughing about it flicks like 
George, I'll go nude swimming with you when we get uh, back. Hey, Something that would is this is this funny or were you kind of surprised no. to see it? Because it would just never be allowed in U.S. Survivor. I feel like the moment you went, no, that's not true. Swim, yeah, that's that, did you guys that's, go that's, nude swimming? <laughs> hold on, let me tell you something. That's not true. The, at, at times during the game of Survivor, you will be nude. Oh, I uh, figured. If the, if the cameras choose to capture it, that's a that's a whole different uh. ball game. But it's 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 there. We you get so comfortable so quickly, like we literally were drinking out of each other's water bottles. Uh, we had to go do something, and everybody was like, "Hey, which water bottle?" We have no markers, no names, but we're dying of thirst. We did not care. You just don't. That's it. Just it's a part I, of the game. You don't you don't really pay attention to it. I was just shocked that they they showed it, and the fact that it was. It was cool. Everyone was cool with it. Tag with any any yeah. any comments nice. on that? <laughs> no, I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty funny. I uh, I just did I didn't really expect that I was eating dinner, and I look up and I go, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, there's nudity. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> yeah. um, no, even then, even you like behind the scenes, you know, you got two choices to um, go to the bathroom. T one, T two. T1. Wait, 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 wait. where are you going with this? I had <laughs> they never they never told you what we like. It's not like they give you toilet paper and be like, hey, I, go I at know. It. I'm just I'm just shocked in so let me ask you a question. society that it's allowed. You, go, you you gonna go in the ocean with your shorts on? You don't <laughs> eat chocolate cake? I think I think we all <laughs> I think you asked David I, about that chocolate. So you don't eat the whole chocolate cake. And you're going to go be like, you know what? I don't really like these shorts anyway. I mean, you're going in the water. Abraham, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying <laughs> that I'm shocked that you can walk on the beach naked. We are in the world where that can come off offensive. That's where no, no, I'm getting not, at here. <laughs> it's not like the Richard Hatch time where he literally walked up the beach mm -hmm. naked and it was acting out. He was acting crazy. But here's the thing. There are times because of because of the comfort of how you feel around people. And everybody's not as comfortable around everybody else. I'm not saying they are. At times, you're like, man, I go to the bathroom. <laughs> you go into, you're not taking your shorts with you. I, yeah, I get that. And I agree. I, I hope mean, not. <laughs> I agree a thousand percent. I just, I mean, it's something. And you, past, don't, look, I, <laughs> you, you Abraham, don't want to get swept out the ocean. Abraham, I'm just the saying. The tide is crazy, guy. I'm not talking about someone using the restroom. I'm talking about just in general, the past few times someone even got close to being nude, it was reported to the show and became an issue. That's why I'm like, I'm shocked that Australian Survivor was just totally cool with it because, like I said, past couple times it's been reported where well, it's no, like no, no, no. Even got they close. only showed him, he went swimming. He came yeah, he back. got out, put a towel they on. And they didn't know. let him turn around. And he probably turned around and everybody saw him anyway. And they just said, hey, you go. And every, it's a meme now of what they saw. But it happens. I mean, it, yeah. it becomes so comfortable around being around each other. And you're like, okay, I, I got to still go, you know, I gotta, I'm going to jump in the water. And salt water is the worst. Salt water is a killer. Ooh. Now for the now for the three viewers we still have left after talking about <laughs> how to use the restroom on Survivor. I will say it was also nice. Uh, this is a perfect time to bring up. They had a wonderful merge feast. If we're talking about food now, <laughs> they had uh, Survivor bring back the merge feast no. and not this like half the people eat it and half like 
just feed them just the one time you can do the starving for the entire season. Just bring back the merge feast. Cause it's really fun to see everyone. Congratulations. You made the merge. Just um, enjoy yourselves today and stuff. Um, well, hold on. let me, let me one, one issue with that is Australian survivor says they have to feed them. So every reward challenge we see a, a, a nice bounty of food for one tribe. Everybody doesn't get it. So some of them get it. Some of them don't. Which is kind of odd. They say you got to be fed, but you still got to be the winner to get fed. So somebody's still starving. But you always notice that they have rice. They always have beans. Um, the amount of food that you put in that you don't eat after a certain amount of time, it, it, it's gonna it's gonna hurt. Oh, so yeah. they had they had lobster. They got jam. They eat all that kind of stuff. That's gonna hurt. So you think about that on U.S. Survivor. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't hurt me. I'm on the couch and I am enjoying it. Eating your donuts. Eating your donuts, exactly. sitting on the couch. I had I had chips and dip today, and I was just uh huh, yeah, oh yes. People are starving, not me. Um, but I will say, was there anything that I forgot this week? Anyone you want to shout out or anything before we start to wrap up here? <laughs> oh, love the awkward silence. Okay, <laughs> I think, I think you got. I think we covered it all. Oh, the one thing I did want to say is just on. I uh, let me just say this was on um about. Going after George, I think if one thing I said in a past show, uh, past episode that we did was that keeping Simon around is a good scapegoat for when somebody wants to vote out George. I just want to say I know that we were talking about whomever votes for George, whomever like leads that um, crusade against George. Um, I think and specifically Haley, I think Haley uh, is going to be the perfect person to make it seem like Simon thought of the idea have Simon make Simon be their scapegoat uh, and really kind of be, you know, Hey, Simon, you wanted to do this. What do you think about like put that little thought in his head? Um, And I, I I really think that that could be something. Uh, And then right after that, you cut Simon because, you know, he's the one that got out George. So, you know, he's going to be the one I I would be super interested to see if that is a, a thing that could happen. Um, And I, I I really think that that's something that I I would probably do. And I think that'd be very interesting. It would be it would be a Haley move for sure. I'm be rooting for Ted when she do it on the show. Oh, he's voting me off, but he's oh, rooting I'm, for Ted. I'm, I'm voting you and Will off immediately, guy. I'll let y'all well, get to I'll let y'all get to the second tribal. Then, if you're on my tribe, I gotta vote you. He's lying. He would work with me in a heartbeat. But uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're not quite done yet. I do have some housekeeping stuff, but I think we covered everything that there was to cover in what was a very eventful merge week and obviously it's going to be really interesting moving forward to see where the cracks start to form in this vigilante ship and if the lifeguard himself starts to drown sorry it just doesn't work the same i tried to do this cool thing like maddie did i'm not that cool we found out he's older (laughs) he's older than me and he's cooler um but anyways we have a lot of coverage for you guys this week Once more, if you guys have not joined our Survivor 44 fantasy pool through Facebook, make sure to do that. Links in the description below. Um, In terms of coverage this week, we will have a Survivor 44 recap for you guys at some point. No idea when it is based off when everyone can get together. I don't even really know who all is going to be on it. I wish I could tell you that. But at some point this week, we will have the Survivor now. Survivor 44 is too much Survivor recap show how many times can i say survivor in a sentence uh also tagwith is going to be leaving the boys this season and joining well another boy but uh she's going to be having her own show uh towards the end of the weeks where it's going to be like a second recap show and trust me 
my friend David, who is hosting the show with Tegwith, he is so knowledgeable about the game and he's like a historian. He has like every season on DVD. He can go back and pull out this happened in this season to this person. And I just know Tegwith, obviously a huge fan of the show. She's going to be amazing. I can't wait to sit and watch myself. So Tegwith, I know you guys spoke about it last week. By the way, this is their show. This is their thing. I'm just kind of editing it. Um, I'm letting them take the show wherever they want to take it. So Tegwith, what can you tell us about Survivor Social? Yeah, we're, we're super excited to kind of, you know, talk about the season and talk about just kind of Survivor in general on the on the show. Um, we have a lot of really great ideas for the season. We have some friends that we want to invite on the show. Um, and we just are super stoked to, you know, do a really deep dive into this season, how it correlates to past seasons. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have, uh, you know, talk about pretty much everything under the sun Survivor uh, around specifically 44. So I think it's going to be a really fun show. Um, we are supposed super stoked about it um and yeah it's just gonna be a 10 out of 10 uh i it's i'm trust me guys i am literally so excited like i know i'm in this survivor now bubble with them but i am just uh it's gonna be so good i'm gonna grab a glass of wine and i'm gonna sit back because i know (laughs) segwith and david are going to do so good abraham abraham and and i might get on like a a zoom call and just watch it together because it's going to be (laughs) pure entertainment but yeah so we have that We've got exit interviews coming up for you guys um, next week. I don't know how many we find that out kind of towards the end of the week, but we will continue to provide exit interviews to you guys when they are made available to us. If you haven't checked out our exit interviews this week, we were lucky enough to have an interview with all three castaways who were eliminated, David, Stevie, and Flick. You can check that out right now on our YouTube channel. Speaking about that YouTube channel, if you enjoyed this video, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Also hit that little bell down there because you never know uh, when our videos are going to be uploaded. We don't really have a set schedule. It's whenever we can get to it. Obviously, this is not our main profession. So whenever we can get on to record these episodes. So turn on that bell to make sure you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Spotify, Follow uh, the podcast and leave us a rating. We would really appreciate it. It helps the podcast continue to grow. And we just appreciate the world from our fans. And thank you guys for tuning in and listening every week and and putting up for the crazy antics that Abraham and myself might. (laughs) We spent 30 minutes here talking about pooping in a jungle or whatever. And Tag was (laughs) like, oh, gosh. But yes, thank you guys again for tuning in. And as always, we will catch you guys next week. Don't forget to tune in to CBS tomorrow. I don't know when season this is premiere actually, of Survivor 44. Yes, two hour season premiere on CBS tomorrow, tonight, whenever you're watching this. Basically Wednesday, March 1st. Make sure to tune in and uh, be on the lookout for all of our season 44 content. 